0: Ada said they'll be dead beat and miserable after that ride she herself showed no discomfort her skin so summer-brown that heat had no effect on it her clothes were a plain dark skirt white shirt-waist and buttoned shoes her face from so long looking upon empty sagebrush miles seemed to have lost the elasticity of smiling the common somber cast of the country was upon it the deep look the stoic stillness, the air of personal isolation. Yet the lower part of her mouth was a full red bow, which the severity of the weather could not quite press thin, and her eyes, turned to Taggart, were a faithful brown. Taggart said, "'If there's a woman passenger, is the room fixed up for her? Clean towel, water jug filled?' "'Yes.' She waited for him to say more." but he had his eyes on the nearing stage, and presently she understood his interest was not on her, and she stepped back to the doorway, continuing to watch him. He was a self-driven man, eyes a Scotch-Irish gray, body worked to rawhide, hair coarse and black. The ambition to get on had brought him to this forsaken spot— where, in a year's time, he had rebuilt the bridge and had enlarged a makeshift hut into a pleasant stopping place. In a land where climate and hard living made all tempers short, he had as rough a temper as any. Yet the business of meeting and pleasing people during their short stay at the roadhouse had taught him some grace, and when the stage rolled up, bringing on its dense yellow dust, he reached out to open the coach door with an agreeable expression. From his high seat, Barney Rhinemiller stared at the bridge. I was in a hurry, said Taggart. On time or in hell. What's happened here? Driftlog rose up and smashed a support. She'll be ready in two hours. Barney Rhinemiller sent a volley of double-barreled shotgun words at the bridge. Taggart only smiled and lifted an arm to the first passenger— to a woman in a mustard-gray traveling outfit and a round-shaped hat with a wisp of a veil which, on descending, she proceeded to draw back. She was young enough to be striking, with her large violet eyes, tautly erect lips, and air of high-strung pride, and old enough to use her gifts with confidence. She smiled at Taggart, gave the roadhouse an incurious glance, gave Ada in the doorway a close inspection— And returned her interest to Taggart. Taggart said, It's been a bad day and a bad ride. Ada, show this lady to the room. The unexpected gallantry brought a quick smile, hot as the day was, and her eyes showed a moment of bold readiness. Then she followed Ada into the house. Meanwhile, three other passengers came bruised and wilted from the coach a traveling man, half sick from the ride. Jowls Puroy, who ran a store in the Antelope Valley, and Mike Dealey, a cattleman returning to the hills. Little cheer first, boys. Bottle and glasses on the table, wash basin out back. You'll sit it out for a couple hours. Supper's at six. Dealey looked up to Ryan Miller, still on the stage seat. Barney. Next time I'll pack a gun, and by God, if you don't slow down on those turns, I'll shoot right through the buggy top and ream that brass constitution of yours. It don't go with a ticket, said Ryan Miller. He tossed the reins to Taggart and came down with the small swagger of a man who knew his business and knew everybody else knew it. The two unhitched the horses, drove them to the corral, and unharnessed— they pegged the harness until time came to lead in the four fresh horses always waiting here for the hard run to Antelope Valley. Hundred ten on the flat,' said Rhine Miller. "'Must be hundred-twenty down here. It ain't worth the money.' He walked back to the stage and got a bundle from the boot. "'Chamberlain sent you some old newspapers.' "'I'll read them next winter when I get time to sit down.' PAPER THE ROOMS, AND read STANDIN' UP. RINE MILLER POINTED TOWARD THE RIM. BUFF COURT'S COMIN'. PAST HIM AT THE WILLOW SPRING HUMP. E WATCHING HIS HIND TRAIL CLOSE. NEW TROUBLE? SAME OLD TROUBLE. HIGH SPRUEL DIED, AND THEY GOT OUT AN INDICTMENT. AND BUFF HEARD THE GRAND JURY WAS GOING TO DO IT, AND LIT OUT. SHERIFF'S ON HIS TAIL. MR. HUCKABINE? ASKED TAGGART laying the slightest emphasis on the title.